Hey everyone, I'm Andy. And I'm Sean. And this is the Commander's Brew. This week, Linvala, Shield of Seagate. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's episode 265 of the Commander's Brew podcast. Uh, Sean, uh, you are joining me yet again this week, and I am joining yet you again. yet again this week. Uh, <laughs> how are things going? Good. I've, I've been thinking about, you know, we, we talked about me making strawberry sauce and yeah, like jams. that's right, we did. Um, and we, we were joking around, we're talking, you know, in the Discord, we were having conversations, people were sharing with me different jams that they make oh. and, or used to make. And we came up with a joke that I feel is worth getting out of the Discord. I feel like everyone should know about this. Um, the preserve list. <laughs> yeah, I'm already in. <laughs> That's just the preserve list is the, the jams or the cards that can never go into jam. And obviously the, the main card on the preserve list is bake into a pie. That cannot go into a pie? Uh, bacon to a pie is on the preserve list, which means you can't use bacon to a pie to make into a pie. It's a bit ironic, but that's just how the a lot of people complain about the preserve list. They say it's archaic and it doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, and I agree with them. Yeah, they're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the preserve list has never made much sense, truly, no. um, from our standpoint. But that's pretty that's pretty good. Um, you know what preserve I've been eating a lot of lately? What? Nutella. No, but we did come back from a cottage and we got to scoop the Nutella up on the... You know how, like, if you go to, like, something like that, like, it's, it wasn't, like, a big thing. There was, like, six of us. We all got tested before we went. And uh, so that we could all, you know, uh, be normal people again for a brief moment in time. Anyways, uh, uh, but you know how at the end when, like, you know, we, we all bought food and there's some leftovers. It's like, okay, well, who's going to get the peanut butter? Who's going to get the eggs? And, well, we snatched up the Nutella. Uh, no one else oh. seemed to want it. And guess what? I'll take I'll take a little, like, third of a jar of Nutella because, like, I'm not going to eat a whole jar because it's just... It's just it's chocolate, really. You know, like, how much do I need chocolate toast? Um, but a little bit I'll take. It's nice. No, the, the thing I've been eating lately is peach jam. Whoa. Yes. Uh, it's it's my favorite jam. It's right up there with strawberry. Strawberry's up there, too. That, But that's more of a classic. Peach is interesting because, like, it, like, you can only buy it in small jars, and the small jars are the same price as a big jar of any of the other, other jams, which is Aggravating. stupid. Yeah. But it's but it's so good, it's perfect. I peach is my favorite fruit, so uh, you know it's yeah. right it's right at home for me. And you know we just we're just exiting peach season right now. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, I ate a lot of the wonderful Ontario peaches that we get here. I gotta say, in Southern Ontario, we've got great peaches. We mostly missed them this year. Oh, partly because you know with quarantining, we're trying to do like big rare grocery mm. shops mm -hmm. like just with the like where you like order and then you drive up and they bring it to your car and you pay with credit card and it's like yeah they didn't have ontario peaches so we missed out we had a couple rocky moments where we got peaches from this like because we were doing like a for the first time like a f 
like a produce box delivery thing where you get like random produce just brought to your door every two weeks Fine. or something, right? And it was a decent price. And a, a, like for every one you got, uh, some amount went to like a food bank or something as well. So right. it was really great. It's perfect. And I, I like it because I liked it because, um, yeah, it would have like, you know, potatoes and it would have carrots and it would have lettuce, but it would also sometimes have like a weird vegetable that you wouldn't buy. And I've already talked about this on the show. I'm remembering now. But anyways, uh, one of those times it did have Ontario peaches. And so like, that's when, you know, oh, great. They're in season. And we had a couple of rocky moments where Sarah would go in and she's like, oh, I bought these. And I'm like, are those Ontario, though? And she's like, oh, I forgot to check. And then it was like, no, this one was like weird. This one was like California peaches, which are fine if you live anywhere near California. But, you know, if you're out here, they're just not going to be as good because they got to travel on a truck for so long. We all know Ontario that. peaches are perfection. Yeah, exactly. And that's why. So so we had a couple rocky moments where we were looking for them and we kept buying the wrong ones. And then finally, though. We got a nice big basket of them, and ooh, baby, they're the best. Peaches are the best. Yeah, all my, agreed. All, all our all our folks in Georgia know what we're talking about. Oh, shout out Georgia! All the peaches. Yeah, you know about yeah. those peaches. They probably presidents know of the United well. States of America. Yeah, they well know about peach jam down there, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, look it up. Look, look for it in your grocery store, in your grocer's freezer, as they say. Mm. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Pe- peach jam. Sm- Smuckers makes it, and it's like, but for some reason, it's only a small jar. Anyways, what do you think? What do you say? What do you say? We 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 uh we get to business here. I'd love to. I'd <laughs> love to thank everyone for listening, as is tradition. Thank you for listening, sincerely. We can't do the show without listeners. I mean, I guess we could, but we it could, would but... feel a lot less satisfying. Yeah. It would feel a lot less like there was a purpose. Uh, and some of you who wanted to reach out and help a little extra have gone over to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And you can donate financially. That helps us make the show. And you can get involved in making the show yourself into the Discord. We have chats about brewing the decks. Uh, we'll get a little shout out to the people who helped out later on. Uh, or you can talk about jams and get in, get first dibs on the preserve list jokes. <laughs> uh, also, an, uh, there's other ways to help out, though. Uh, if uh, money's tight, I understand. You can just, you know, click a nice review on iTunes or whatever podcast thing you listen to. You can... You can subscribe on YouTube. You can... Or if you're, if you're also buying cards, though, if you're like, well, I don't have, you know subscription money but i got singles money you can go to the link through for tcg player uh, and if you buy cards after clicking through that link for this deck or any other cards we get a little slice of that but if you're a canadian listener did you know we can get you a discount on magic cards if you order through the wizard tower and use our coupon code let's hear an ad from them now the commander's brew is a podcast proudly produced in canada and we're proud to be sponsored by the wizard's tower wizardtower.com one of Canada's premier card stores. We've got an exclusive coupon code for our Canadian listeners. To get 5% off any order of singles from the Wizards Tower, use our coupon code, BREWZENDICAR. And if you order $15 or more worth of singles, the shipping is free. You can also check out our deck list for this week's episode and any other episode we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. See you there, friend, Dekar. Um, uh, Wizard Tower's the best. We love them very much. Uh, um, let's get into, uh, let's get into, um, our interview for this week. Ooh, that sounds great. I can't wait to be present with you for our interview. I can't wait to have 
my co-host here as we conduct this interview and complete it all the way through the both of us sitting here doing it. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go and uh, check my temperature real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a new th- laser thermometer. I want to just make sure, you know, I'm not getting a fever. I don't feel feverish. Okay, sure. But I'm just going to go check it out. Yep. Uh, if I'm not back in a minute or two, feel free to start without me. Yeah, because you'll obviously just be back pretty soon. Yeah, I'll be back pretty soon. If I'm not, obviously something went horribly wrong, but I don't want it to concern you. Uh, I want you to do the interview. That's my dying wish would be for you to finish this interview without me. So please do so with confidence. Honestly, that took a dramatic turn, you telling me (laughs) there. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, but I respect it and will do so. I will see you in a few minutes at most. Okay, great. Okay, so let's start this interview. Right, so our interview this week is with an MTG pronunciation expert directly from Wizards of the Coast. Welcome. It's great to have you here. Uh, Nice to meet you. I'm Andy. Go ahead and introduce yourself to us uh, and our listeners. Andy, thanks for having me on the show. It's great. Uh, My name is Dale, Dale Blanks. I work with uh, Wizards, um, and I'm part of the outreach program. We're trying to reach out to all the different content creators uh, just because, you know, we, we love our product, we love the worlds we've created, and we love the characters we've created too. And we just, sometimes we hear people saying names, you know, not in the way we meant for them to be said. And we just want to kind of nip that in the bud before too many people say too many things. And, you know, everyone starts to say the wrong name for different, you know, commanders and that sort of thing. Okay, well, that's great. Um is there any specifically that you wanted to cover right off the top here? Do you have like a, a list of commonly said ones perhaps that you'd like to dig into or, or what? Sure, 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 sure. So, um, uh, so, and I want to, I just want to walk through, can we do a couple of vocal warm ups to get started? Oh, because yeah. part of it is making sure we're pronouncing it correctly. Okay. Right. So please repeat after me. Okay. Sure. Please repeat after me. Sure thing. Mala, mala, mala. Mala, mala, mala. Excellent, Andy. You're doing great. Remember to breathe from the diaphragm. How about this now? Try, try this one out. Try this out. NASDAQ. 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 Yes, NASDAQ. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. 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 Uh, I, f- I feel good. I feel good and warmed up. How okay. Do you feel? Yeah. Feeling really good. I said great. 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 Two things. So you know, you, That's great. you know our friend Goreclaw. Gore He's everyone's Claw. favorite yeah. bear. Of course, yeah, yeah. Favorite, favorite bear. But a lot of people get the name wrong of where Goreclaw is from. The terror of where uh, Goreclaw, the terror of um i know this <laughs> uh, uh yeah okay Goreclaw is the terror of Kal Sisma. great you know what that's a great try andy uh, before we go too deep here i want i don't want you to feel like you're on the spot this is a this is an outreach program that is how most people say it but that is not actually how we're supposed to say it the proper name is Goreclaw terror of carl's jr uh oh okay that, that is pretty different i mean it's pretty it's spelled pretty different than what that sounds like but i yeah i'm i'm it, it's always been pronounced this way um and, and i'm happy to announce that we are partnering with fast food chains oh. and we'll have different tie-ins with cards and this will oh. be one of them oh so it used to be Carl's called Calcisma, but from now on, we're changing the name to Carl's Jr. Okay, wow. Well, a bit of a retcon there. Goreclaw, terror of Carl's Jr. It'll, it'll rip that bacon avocado burger right out of your hand, I suppose. 
Yeah. Um, um, do you know, are you familiar with an enchantment, uh, a certain vampire's blood fast? Um, Malakir's? Ooh, that's a good, that's a famous vampire. This is the enchantment that you can pay life to draw cards and then it flips over once you have five or less life. Oh, Argwells? Argels? Argels? Something like that? Well, we're changing the name. We're changing the pronunciation. From now on, we'd like you to call it... Arduino Bloodfast. Wait a second. So, are, are is it Argel's? What is it? What's the original? Yeah, Argel's blood. Ar, Argel's something. You're telling me you're now, not switching that one to Arby's? No, we, we we we've got Carl's Jr., but we also have Arduino Electronic Kits. What's Arduino Electronic Kits? What's that? Well, Andy, I can't wait for you to see the tie-ins. I mean, without getting too into it, it's like fun. I mean, it's kind of like a Raspberry Pi, although I'm not allowed to talk about the competitor anymore. <laughs> but... Okay. Well, so, okay, so we're, it's changed to Arduino's... Ele- wait, so Argo's Bloodfast is now Arduino's Electronic Kits? It's still the Bloodfast, but okay, we're just okay. changing it to... <laughs> Imagine you did just change the whole name of it to Arduino's Electronic Kits. Oh, so Andy. Is that, we is would that a never business change, or something? What is that? We, we would never change the full name of a card, Andy. Okay, I right. can assure you, out of the examples yet to come, we will not change <laughs> okay. the full name all of All right, okay, good, 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 good. It's good to know. So... um. Who is the, is the, there's the, there's, how can I describe this in a way that doesn't give anything away? This is fun. This is honestly really just fun enough. It feels like you're just testing me about what you know about each card. Remember when we went back to Zendikar before and we Mm -hmm. saw the Oath of the Gatewatch? Yes. yes. And we met a legendary vampire warrior Mm. who was a 3-4 lifelink. And when non-token creatures die, they don't go to the graveyard. They get exiled and you get zombies. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. That one was, I think, the um, center of some controversy when it came to the name. I think it's Kalitas. Yes. Do you and, know the full And name? I believe, um, so I think like on the broadcast, they kept saying Kalitas or Kalitas. And then Wizards was like, this is actually called Kalitas. And then everyone was like, whatever. But it's so Kalitas, Trader of Get, I believe is the one. Well, uh, we're changing the name. I would like you to pronounce it from this point forward. Uh, Christmas, Trader of Gift Cards. Christmas. That's quite a jump. <laughs> and are you pairing with the holiday itself? This doesn't even seem to be specific of anything. We at Wizards just think this is another way to tie in any gift card sponsorship. We could just slap one on any reprints of Christmas Trader of Gift Cards. So this is just your a partnership kind of with the concept of gift cards. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's that's broad. That's really I mean, we already use cards, right? It's true. Card I mean, you're already halfway there, I suppose. Yeah, you slap it's a gift onto sell. that, and there you go. It's an easy sell. All right, what else I, you got for me here? What we, else are you guys I've, changing? I have, I have one more for you. Okay. Um, because and we're reaching out to you first because you're a Canadian content. Creator. Oh, this is okay. That's nice. That's good. Um, and we're changing fundamentally. So a lot of cards, usually in the Simic Guild, 
enhance a creature by putting something on the creature what do they usually put on them uh, a lot of times they put plus one plus one counters on there right we're changing that from now on creature creatures will get pizza pizza counters on them okay. um and each pizza pizza counter is worth one that's going to be in the flavor text okay so that's still uh, okay and instead of using dice, you're not allowed to use dice anymore. You have to use slices of authentic pizza, pizza, pizza. So you have to stack full slices of pizza on the card if I want to indicate that it's one tough, one power toughness larger. Yes. Uh, we did a lot of testing with people and we learned that everyone uses sleeves, so grease won't be a problem. So, and just for our American listeners and maybe even our listeners in other parts of Canada where they don't have pizza pizza, pizza pizza is the base, like, delivery pizza. It's the one that you, like, like they get at school a lot and you're just like, well, okay, fine. I guess it's, it's pizza pizza, but whatever. Like, you know well, what I mean? Like, of, Domino's is actually better than Pizza Pizza. Well, we can't say that. I'm I'm not going to say that on record. Um, but if to our American listeners, we're going to team up with Little Caesars, whose okay. slogan is Pizza Pizza. Yes. So you have to use Little Caesars uh, pizza slices get, as your Pizza Pizza counters. You'll have to go get a full hot and ready every time you play Magic. Isn't that a great thing to eat while playing Magic? I mean, it is. I mean, did it make the top snack list? I don't remember, but um, it's you know, it's a greasy snack, so it's a little tough for Magic, I, I'd say. But um, uh, it's certainly not better than water. I know that much. Um, great. Okay. Well, you know, I, I mean, listen, I think that's going to create some problems, um, just logistically speaking. But I love pizza, so I can't really be too mad at it. You know what I mean? Pizza, pizza counters. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, uh, and I hope you can try to only use these new names as you, you know, make more content. Um, and we really think these partnerships will do great. Well, what about this? Can I quickly run a couple by you that I think I'd like to get your what might be something that you would do? Oh, sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd like sure. to get your opinion. OK, so so like I, I really like the new card from from Zenicar Rising Scoot Swarm. Uh, what yes. do you what what possibilities do you see for that as far as like naming uh, and branding well, partnerships and so on? It's not locked in yet, but it's it might be the Baskin Robbins thirty one scoop swarm. Scoop swarm is pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Okay, we're this, still in talks. I can't officially announce it yet. This is a tough one. Um, this one's a, there's a little bit more to this one, so I don't know if maybe you've thought of this one yet. What about Zagris Thief of Heartbeats? What about that one? Um, sun chips sun chips thief of heart disease whoa okay so you know what that's good because sun chips actually had a thing sun chips are good for you they're like kind of healthy right so like they yeah, they're a they healthy take alternative away that heart to disease. regular chips you know i'm loving this so far uh, and f i'm just gonna do a quick let's go back you know we're talking about zenicar rising here but let's do a classic what about a card like sneak attack hmm? uh three and a red for the single red you can put a creature card from your hand into play, and then it like you have to sacrifice it. It gets haste, haste though. Sneak attack. Sure. Sneak attack. Pringles stack. <laughs> Pringles stack. Yes. Sneak attack. Just some Pringles. So I also have to ask you because a lot of these names are like, I see where you're getting the the closeness, but also sometimes they're far, pretty far off, and 
only the last sound is even remotely the same. Well, you know what makes them feel real close? What's that? All those dollar bills in our bank accounts. <laughs> That's right. I did have one quick question for you. My wife recently bought a set of um, dish towels. Ah, yes. That say "Happy uh, Meowween." Meowween. Okay. So it should. It's replacing the hallow part of we of Halloween. It's got cats all over it and stuff, obviously. Happy Meowween. But don't you think that's too... Did you come up with that? Is that you? Is that one of yours? Did Wizards I of the used Coast to work do that? For, I used to work for Crate and Barrel. So you yes, specifically yes. did that. Yes, You worked for me. Crate and Barrel. You made, so you made the happy Meowween. Yes, yes. I, I love I love it. I'm good at it. And, you know, uh, um, I was headhunted over at Wizards oh, to wow. get some great names going. Well, so, you know, I think they got the best. I think they really went out and they found the best and they got the best. So I'll leave you with this last one. Sure. Uh, we're changing Island to the Staples Center. Okay. All right. The sta- just a just a building. Just a, <laughs> not even just Staples. Every island the building. will now be called the, the Staples. Staples Center. Oh man! I'll tell you what. Uh, Celtics fans are not going to like that too much. Uh, blue, blue mages who are Celtics fans are going to love that. Uh, well, thank you very much for being here, Mister Blank. I believe it was your last name. Yes, Dale Blanks. Dale Blanks. Right. Sorry, my bad. Uh, it's been really great having you here, and I, you know what, I'd like to have you back sometime where you can tell us about some more upcoming partnerships. Oh, I'm sure I could come up with lots more partnerships, and I'll want to come back and talk about all of them. Amazing, amazing. Can't wait. Well, thank you for being here, and we'll, we'll see you again next time. Sean, um, thank you for coming back. I I did complete the interview, though. It did take a... You were gone for a long time. You said that that was only going to be a... a like a really big deal if you were gone that long. What happened? Yeah, uh, I took my temperature and it was a little bit hot. So I started to head over to the emergency room. But then I remembered I was wearing two shirts. So I took off one of those shirts. And now I felt better. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So it was just the shirts. Two shirts. Turns out it was two shirts and you went to the emergency room. Well... That's the beauty of uh, free healthcare, I suppose. Um, you can afford a, an emergency room trip simply for wearing t-shirts. Um, all right, well, let's get into the, this week's tech tech. What do you say we take a look at it? Yes. I mean, it would be a shame to just end the show now without even talking about it. That would be you did a lot of work on this. Yeah. I think it would be a mistake to just not do it. I agree. Okay, so let's do it. Here we go. Okay, Zendikar gave us a bunch of new cool commanders. And specifically, I was drawn to Linvala Shield of Seagate. Linvala is a 3-3 flying legendary angel wizard, one white-blue. So we're working with an Azorius deck. Azorius decks, you know, are usually known for being controlling. People, you know, you face an Azorius deck, you expect maybe, oh, they're going to counter everything. They're going to try to control the game. Well, here's what Linvala does. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you have a full party... That is a wizard, a cleric, a warrior, and a wizard, cleric, warrior... Rogue. Rogue, thank you. Uh, If you control a full party, at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose target non-land permanent opponent controls, and until your next turn, it can't attack or block, and its activated abilities can't be activated. Guess what? We're going to ignore that entire paragraph. We can't even... (laughs) We don't even have all the things... It's not even possible unless some weird cloning or like some sort of unusual (laughs) thing happens. 
It's never going to happen. We're brewing around Linvala for this part of her rules text. Sacrifice Linvala, choose Hexproof or Indestructible. Creatures you control gain that ability until end of turn. So Linvala is set up to give your whole team Indestructible or Hexproof, which makes her an amazing commander for just a beatdown deck. So we're brewing an Azorius beatdown deck. Mm. This is a non-control Azorius deck. That's what we're doing. We're going to put a bunch of beefy creatures, usually from the white part of the color pie. There's a lot of uh, white loves to attack. We're going to do a lot of that. And some of the blue does too. We're going to support it with blue cards to help draw more, to help the velocity of the deck go, get that engine running. And yeah, we're just going to, we're going to do all of it. So uh, let's set the scene. Okay. Let's get into this deck brew. Let's set the scene. Protection. Linvala is protection. We don't want to be too scared of putting a whole team out there. So we're going to protect the team. Linvala herself can protect the team, but we have other ways of doing so. For example, unbreakable formation, two and a white instant. Creatures you control gain indestructible till end of turn. And if you cast this spell during your main phase... Put a plus one plus one counter on each of those creatures and they gain vigilance until end of turn. If we already have Linvala out, I'm happy to fire this off on a main phase. Just make my team huge and Linvala's there to protect them in case something happens along the way. I love it. Uh, similarly, make a stand. Similar kind of thing. A three. There's a lot of three mana instant indestructible spells. This one's two and a white. Instant creatures you control get plus one plus oh and indestructible till end of turn. And another kind of protection, which is sort of within Linvala's ideas of hexproof, is dive down. It's a blue instant target for a single blue target creature gets plus zero plus three and hexproof until end of turn. Great. I love it. That's kind of the gist of what we're doing. So I say we get to the neat moves. Working on a neat moves. Great. Great. I love that Linvala is on the cheap side. Three mana isn't too bad for a commander. So we can sacrifice Linvala and bring her back a few times in a game. Mm -hmm. But we can cheat a little bit. Andy, why don't you take these first couple? Okay, yeah. Um, first of all, uh, let's take a look at Thrix. Oh, no, brought back. Sorry, there it is. Oh, there it is, right. So, sacrificing Linvala is cool, but brought back works really well with it. Uh, white, white, instant. Choose up to two target permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Return them to the battlefield tapped. So that's obviously really great. Able to do that in the same turn, even as you cast her, you could. I mean, it's only two mana additionally, right? Um we also have Faith's Reward, which is three and a white for an instant. Return to the battlefield all permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. So same thing. I love it. Like, like so Faith's Reward is an interesting one where you're like, so do I sacrifice Linvala yeah. for this board wipe? Or should I just let the board wipe happen and just Faith's Reward everything anyway? That would depend on how many token creatures or plus one plus one counters you have going around. Or ETB effects, perhaps, even. Sure, yeah, like they're all things to consider. Mm -hmm. Um, I also am running like like I didn't go into detail, but uh most of our artifact ramp, you know, you got a ramp. Most of our artifact ramp is of the nature of where I can sack it to draw cards. Oh, cool. So 
I can also be like, well, while I'm here, I'll sack this commander sphere, draw a card, get that back with Faith's Reward or or uh, brought back, things like that. Nice. Um, And so right, we're painting a picture here where we are holding up mana quite often for these protection spells. Again, that's why we have all that ramp. That's why we have to we, we rely on like some cheap, efficient cards that hit hard. But since we're holding up mana, that allows us to run cards like Thrix, the Sudden Storm, three blue blue legendary elemental giant four five with flash and flying spells you control with converted mana cost five or greater cost one less and can't be countered that's that's fun uh but you know like we're holding up mana and you know like a lot of decks that end up holding up mana you want things to do with it right so that's what our draw spells are for for example pull from tomorrow if we don't need to cast Thrix, I can cast a pull from tomorrow. I've got Linvala on the battlefield, so I don't mind tapping out at the end of the last player's end step for a maximum pull from tomorrow, X blue blue, draw X cards, then discard a card. I will happily tap out if Linvala's out, because then someone's like, aha, well, now that you're tapped out, now I'll try to destroy things? No. Linvala says no. That's mm, fine. Nice. Um... So, and yeah, like Thrix allows us to do that. And then another instant, or should I say flash enchantment that we're running is Dictative Heliod. Three white white for a flash enchantment. Creatures you control get plus two, plus two. This card was made for a beatdown deck. Mm-hmm. Plus two, plus two is massive. So like Linval is now a five, five in the air. Thrix attacks for six in the air. Uh, this This card is, again this is one of the top cards of the deck the way it functions and everything like that that's sweet um yeah so i also you know since we're holding up a lot of stuff i love that this is a beatdown deck and also a <laughs> draw go deck at the same time so it far. kind of is you know what i mean i love that though because they're going to be expecting like counter spells and stuff like that but we're just going to be like flashing in creatures and then dictates of heliod uh, another way to another good thing to be doing with that held up mana though is raf capuchin ships mage two white blue uh, three three human wizard with flash and flying. You may cast historic spells as though they had flash. So now all of a sudden, we're granting a lot of our other stuff flash as well. Um, right. Legendaries specifically, uh, obviously. So that well, that does include artifacts, legendaries, and sagas. But we're talking about leg- legendary specifically here for a sec. Yeah. So I mean, Linvala. We can cast Linvala from our command zone mm-hmm. at instant speed. Thrix already has it. Yeah. So Andy, take this next little batch of cards. We have a couple of artifacts and a legendary. Right. So Death Render is a cool artifact. It's a four mana equipment. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two plus two. Whenever equipped creature dies, you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield and attach Death Render to it. And the equip cost is two, which I, yeah, yeah, equip, equip, equip cost is two. So. This works really well with Linvala, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to yep. be attaching this to our commander, and then uh, she gets a boost, uh, and, and obviously just swinging with that is, is fine. Or, um, you know, doing the sacrifice, giving some, giving your uh, creatures indestructible, hexproof, what have you, uh, and then being able to just get a creature into play for free, basically. But this is pretty sweet. We also At have, instant speed. Yeah. Like, 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 like the, the turn where you, like, you flash in a death render with Wrath Capuchin and then equip it to Linvala for two. And then, you know, your opponents are trying some stuff. On the turn that maybe they try to swing back, you can sack Linvala. Maybe a Sun Titan comes down, also brings a three drop back from your graveyard. If Dictative Heliod's out, those are huge. And so, like, that's a, that's a, your opponents, 
this deck puts some pressure down. So, like, the Sun Titan could even get Linvala, right? Yes! Yes, it's true. Don't that That is the hand. main thing. Yeah, Sun Spurs Titan me. is amazing with Linvala. That's a time... It's a risky move. We talked about it in the Discord. Because, like, yes, you can let Linvala go to the... So that, that Sun Titan loop is pretty easy one. Yeah. But Sun Titan in general, like, if Sun Titan's on the battlefield, on your side, and you sack Linvala to protect Sun Titan from a board wipe, for example... Are you going to leave Linvala in the graveyard? I think if I had Sun Titan already out or in my hand, yes, I would. Okay. I consider it anyways. Um, I mean, because that, that is easily disrupted. Because I, I know yes. personally, if someone if someone did that on against me, I would be so... I would Anything I could do to get rid of that Sun Titan to trap their commander in the grave, yeah, that's graveyard, true. I would do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's true. You... you I, yeah, maybe just having some Titan out isn't enough. Maybe I'd need some something in my hand. Um, yeah, I've seen that happen, and it's really funny when it does get happen. When it does happen, because you're like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll let my commander go to the yeah. graveyard, and I'll cast this reanimation spell on it. It's like counter. I'll counter that reanimation yeah, spell. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we do have an out. We do have an out. Um, one of my draw spells is glimpse. Of the future? What's it called? It's the one with escape on it. So you can exile cards from your graveyard to cast it again. Oh, yeah. So you can exile your commander that way and it goes to the command zone. Yeah. So yeah. if I had that in the graveyard, then I would I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Anyways. I love thinking uh, so about yeah, Here's stuff. one artifact we can get. What's yeah. another one? Yeah. So there's Death Render. We also have World Slayer, which is a crazy card. Five mana for the artifact as an equipment. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, destroy all permanents other than World Slayer. <laughs> Equip five. So that does include lands. Yes, it uh, does. This is not my favorite card. Uh, yeah. I've, see, I've seen this. Uh, I, whenever I see this in games, I'm just like, ugh. Come on, <laughs> you're gonna destroy everything, really? I mean, not our team. Our no. team's gonna live. Nunvala's gonna get sacrificed, and our whole team will have indestructible. Now, so now we'll again, be fine. only creatures you control will get indestructible. It's true. It's true. Um, so World Slayer will destroy your own lands and everything. It's but true. Obviously, that's fine because we'll have a board of creatures, and our opponents will have, and we'll have no lands. But our our opponents will have just nothing at all. Um, so that's something. Um, and then uh, also here, uh, talking about big dropping big historic spells, um, uh, this one helps with these big historic equipment that we've had, which is Danitha, Capuchin, Paragon. Two, and a white for a 2-2. Legendary Human Knight, First Strike, Vigilance, Lifelink, and Aura and Equipment spells you cast cost one less to cast. So if we get Danitha out there, these things are just going to be a little easier to, to cast. And actually, she wears the equipment quite nicely, too, actually. Yeah, look at all those keywords. Yeah. First Strike, Vigilance, Lifelink. She's a good combatant. Um, somehow related to Raph. I'm not sure the relation, but uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I completely overlooked that. It's that they're both Capuchins. Uh, my favorite aura, aura spell. Um, I'd have to double check if it's, this might be the only. No, it's not the only aura spell, but uh, Gift of Immortality. Two and a white aura enchant creature. When enchanted creature dies, aka Linvala, 
return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control, return Gift of Immortality to the battlefield attached to that creature at the beginning of the next end step. This is infinitely recurrable without disruption. Like, we just sack Linvala, Linvala comes back, and then at the end step, Gift of Immortality, Gift of Immortality comes back on Linvala. So we can give our whole team indestructible on every turn. As long <laughs> as pretty great. Right? Our opponents have a chance to destroy her, but that's why we have things like Dive Down. That's why we have like other protection spells. You don't try it until like the opportunity's right. Right. Good call. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like I mean, without going into all of the draw spells, we do, you know, we're we're being responsible deck builders. We do have this is not a control deck, but we do have one or two Wraths, as every deck should. We do have one or two con- uh, counter spells, as every blue deck should. But we're not looking to just counter and control everything. Right. So we're about beating. We're about attacking. We're about doing some damage. So I wanted to highlight some of some other all-star combatants in the deck, starting with Zatalpa Primal Dawn. Oof. Six white white legendary elder dinosaur four eight flying double strike vigilance trample indestructible that's huge this is one of the best i mean it's eight mana but you get a lot for it yeah i mean the the keyword soup here obviously this is a very difficult this card's very difficult to deal with even in commander and like it's it's it where like throwing equipment on this is almost overkill. You know what I mean? Like right. putting any of those things on it is just like, oh wow, it already has indestructible flying trample, all this stuff, double strike, gee whiz. It's wild. Um another good one is uh, Angelic Skirmisher. You know, this is a this is a I think this is a commander's brew like I think we can put this one in the rafters. Like we can retire her number. She yes. is an all timer yes. for our our yes. show. We love this card. Uh, four white white for the four four angel with flying. At the beginning of each combat, you choose first strike vigilance or lifelink, and creatures you control gain that ability until end of turn. Uh, we love it because it's great from a lot of different places uh, in the game. Whether you're ahead, behind, parity, you know how the old quadrant theory goes. That does still apply to commander as well, and she's really great. She protects you with the vigilance. Or the first strike, for that matter, um, lets you attack with the vigilance, and then sometimes you just need that lifelink. And and you know, as you as you know, um, you do this every every combat, so it can change from combat to combat. And um, yeah, and, and it happens the first combat that you come in. She doesn't attack, but the other stuff can um, um, your other stuff can get these things right. So it's great, right? And things like. Like, usually on my turn, I'm probably picking Vigilance, so I can, all my Flyers should probably be able to get in. And then on everyone else's turn, I'm probably picking First Strike, Mm -hmm. so I can just gang block and just be like, well, unless you also have First Strike, like, nothing's getting through anywhere. So, like, that's usually a pretty decent pattern. Unless something else is giving everyone Vigilance, like, if you have Loyal Unicorn out, then I'll take Lifelink. Lifelink, for sure. Sure. Yep. Um, That's another one here. This is one. The Discord gave me this idea. I wasn't thinking on these lines. Uh, I wasn't thinking colorless. Bane of Balaged. 7 generic. 7-5 Eldrazi. Whenever it attacks, defending player exiles two permanents. Brutal. Brutal. It's the, the, uh, the Annihilator Light. Yeah. But also kind of better. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's exiled. So yeah. it's like Annihilator Heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and another one is Dream Trawler. This is pure azorius styles uh two white white blue blue for the three five this is a big hit in standard of course 
um, flying and lifelink. And whenever you draw a card, Dream Dream Trawler gets plus one plus zero until end of turn. Whenever Dream Trawler attacks, you draw a card, and you discard a card, and Dream Trawler gains hexproof until end of turn, and you tap it. Um, like notoriously tough card to deal with because of that discarding a card getting hexproof thing. Um, incredible card to just play because it's getting buffed by its own draw, uh, like your normal draw trigger plus its own draw trigger when you attack, and obviously any other draws. So like Dream Trawler is just a great card. Plus the lifelink is just like whenever you saw this card in in draft, it was it was just game over, and it, it's it it holds up in Commander. It's it's a three five, but it's really a five five, right? Like it's on offense, and that's what we are. We're on the offense. Yeah, it is like. 5-5 five, five or bigger. Like, it is base 5-5 five, five if you're if you're going right. to attack with it. I, I, I didn't... I mean, again, I'm not going over all the little draw spells I have, but I do run Keep Watch, which is the two blue instant uh, draw cards for each attacking creature that there is currently attacking. Um, that's draw a sneaky one. attacking creature, yeah. Two yeah, you could do that on other people's turns if they're attacking someone else. You don't have to be involved in the combat, but... Often on my side, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to attack with six things. One of them is Dream Trawler. I'm going to cast Keep Watch. So I'm going to draw six. Now Dream Trawler gets plus six plus oh. <laughs> so plus the one I drew from turn. Plus the one for attacking. It's very, it's very, this deck was a lot of fun. This Not deck bad. is a ton of fun. If you, oh, I wanted to make this comment about the, uh, the World Slayer earlier, right? People, so here's normally with Azorius decks, people are expecting a bit of an annoying time. They're like, oh, and there's an Azorius deck. They're <laughs> not my favorite to play against. But this one won't be like that. We're just like, no, man, if you don't like playing Azorius decks because of that, this is the deck for you because it doesn't play like those other decks. Except for that World Slayer, that's the part where we're like, well, you got to be Azorius in some way. I got to do one annoying thing in this deck. And that's what World Slayer is for. <laughs> that's, that always that reminds me of Boros more than anything else. Those Boros decks that like give in just like t- Tajik having indestructible and stuff like that. That's what that reminds yes. me of. Yes, yes. Uh, this is a fun deck. This is a fun deck to brew. It's a really yeah. fun deck to test. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, I'm going to be excited to put this one together in real life when we get back to that that this is this is a fun one uh for late in the evening yeah i i uh, you know what um i think attacking decks are underrated as in a in when it comes to fun i think and that might just be me i don't know but i i think i, I attribute them with like voltron decks which i think do get a little do get like repetitive a lot but when we're talking about just like attacking to have all these things happen, whether it's like World Slayers, Keep Watch, stuff like this, I think that's when it gets fun. And those are those are the attacking decks that I just love to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know what? Um, uh, the Discord, it's real fun to brew with them. Lots of fun ideas. Um, you know, little loops that I di- I didn't notice at first. Someone brought up like the Death Render loop was like that's a fun loop there. So, yep. thank you to and again. Our Discord is getting hot. Like they're <laughs> like like it, it happens quick. So uh I go I like I write down the cards, I go back to the Discord and it's like fifty messages deeper. Yeah, so yeah. forgive me if I missed you. Um I'll get you next week though. I'll like I'll like maybe I miss I I'm trying to accept that I might miss a name from time to time. Yeah. But in the long run, I will get everybody. If I missed you once, I, w- I probably won't miss you next week. Yeah. But thank you to Dylan PH, Jmon, Chiefy, Spiff. Sean, not me, that's a different Sean. Papadio, <laughs> Jordan Blacksheep, 
Pips Don't Lie, Mr. Big Bents, Beppo, Mattisman, Lol What, Neil Maxis. Couldn't have it without you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, well, there you go. That's the uh, the the Discord shout out, which means it is now time for the budget report. All right. So, what are we looking at from a financial perspective here today, Sean? So, okay. So, I had a hard time on TCG Player to get the price here because I put the. You can find our link in the show notes to look at the deck. But the weird thing is. Like, I'm not sure how they process it because the low was not that low. And, and like, so they put up, like, the, the version of Command Tower that they put up was the $15 one. It's like, no, that's not the one I would be using. I don't want the $15 Sol Ring. Let's use the 4 or $5 one. So, like, so looking at different sites and things, like, the I think... Uh-huh. This deck is just under a hundred bucks. I think you can you can do this deck for under a hundred bucks, and I bet you by that logic, the low is probably like somewhere around sixty. Uh, it's an affordable deck. Yeah, yeah. I'm I've just I, I always check different sources because you know just all around. Even though like I love the way TCG Player has it all lined up and everything, but um, yeah, it looks like it's around ninety to yeah, it looks like it's about ninety ish dollars for and that's not like the low, so. Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to say the low would be pretty low here. You're looking 50, 60 bucks. Well, and we can get that price lower because we're looking to attack with t- creatures that attack well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, little utility creatures, but some of them are expensive. The Selfless Spirit is the one in a white flying 2 1. Well, you get to sacrifice Selfless Spirit. Creatures you control gain indestructible. It's a strong card, wow. but it's seven bucks. Seven bucks. Uh, yeah, I, we can oh. cut it. It's in the it's in the like I think Pioneer Spirit deck. Oh sure. There you go. Of course. I remember get I remember just grabbing this card not that long ago, and it was like, it was nothing. Like, yeah, it was very cheap. But yes. Yeah. 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 Hey, invent a new format. That'll that's what'll happen. Um, another one that's you know a couple bucks. Hero Blade Hold. Two white white. Uh, for the three four human knight with battle cry, whenever hero blade hold attacks, put two one one white soldier creature tokens onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. This one actually has dropped in price a bit from like where it was a couple years ago because of uh, because of like a um, mystery set reprint, I think. Mystery, but no, I don't. Think, it wasn't a mystery booster. It was in something, wasn't it? I don't think so. Really, there's no extra reprints of I it. Guess according just... to Scryfall. Oh well, then I guess it's it's it, but it has dropped in price though. Maybe you just fell off. It wasn't in. It was in an old deck that now people aren't playing anymore, or something. Maybe it's getting outclassed. I think it probably is. You know, yeah. I mean, this is a pretty. This card's around. This card is from what? Scars. Scars of Mirrodin. Scars of Mirrodin yeah. or Mirrodin Besieged. Mirrodin Besieged, right? Anyways, I mean, it's good. I, I, I still think this is a good commander card. So um, it's about what, like six bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not a ton, but it's also like you know, if you want to sh- shave a couple of dollars off, you can probably. You know, it makes tokens and stuff. It's it, it it does it does a lot of replaceable things. I think. Yeah. Uh. The other another expensive card coming in at five bucks is God Eternal Oketra. Three white white double strike three six zombie god. Whenever you cast a creature spell, you get to create a four four black zombie warrior with vigilance. Pretty nice. And whenever this dies or is put into exile, you get to put it third from the top. So you know, it's a very strong card. It's very efficiently costed for what you get. 
especially considering you get all these four fours along with it. Do you drop Oketra and then cast a couple of creatures? Maybe Linvala comes back. Your board is unstoppable. You can replace Hero of Blade Hold. You can replace Selfless Spirit, but I would keep God Eternal Oketra in the deck. Very powerful card. Ooh, and there's a, here's a card I was surprised at how cheap this was. Uh, Mr. Big Bents brought this one to my attention. I had not thought about it because I assumed... Well, this card's like five, six, seven bucks. I don't think I want to put it in. Geist of Saint Traft is now less than two bucks. Hmm. I I never picture this as an expensive card for some reason. Okay. okay. I re- I remember when it was like big in standard, and I remember. Uh, so I guess it must have been somewhat expensive at that point. But that was a maybe while. that's when I imprinted the price. But maybe. like I've always assumed it was kind of expensive. Anyway, it's a it's a hexproof two two one white blue. And whenever it attacks, you get to make a 4-4 white angel creature token that's tapped and attacking and flying, and you exile it at the end of combat. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I'm just looking at that. I just wanted to see its price history when... Ooh. Um, the internet's great. I, I know. So, like, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, that absolutely. I mean, back... Yeah, back in the day when it was being played, it was like $40 card. Was it ever like seven? In my mind, it it's like seven. Yeah, uh, when it was around. Yeah, absolutely, it was. Yeah, it was. Let's see here. Um, oops. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was around. Oh wow, it was like ten, twelve for a long time. Yeah, twelve dollars around Ixalan even. Then I think it got, it dropped. After the double masters, no, not double masters. Uh, Ultimate masters. Anyways, I think I think when it was in the um, dual deck, that probably affected it too. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I was surprised, so I'm putting in the budget report. Yeah, definitely down to a. I, that's a crazy drop because it really it held a high price for a long time. I guess it was being played in some old decks, but yeah, now it's down to. Depending on where you look, it looks like you can even find this for less than a dollar in some places. Wow, how the geisty have fallen. They, they certainly have. Wow, uh, very cool. Um, yeah, uh, well, I mean, seems as though um, we've come to the point where we uh, we need to attend the awards Ooh. that need to be handed out. Yes, uh, I'll get my tuxedo on uh, in the limousine. Yeah, same here. I'll slide into a fresh tux and we'll take you to the Audrix. Okay, there it is. The Audrix. Hello, everybody. Nice to see all of you. Oh. Oh, man. man, I'm so sorry. I screwed this up. I'm going to do that again. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, I always forget to turn the card off, so it's always showing the old card. Anyways, that's why. Ah. That's why I keep doing. It. Okay. All right. Um, well, you know, it looks like uh, now that we're done there, it looks like it might be time for us to scoot over and uh, see who our award winners are. Sean, what do you think about we uh, we slide into a tux and get over there? Can't wait. <laughs> Let's put our tuxes on and go and uh, host the Audrex. Ah, yes. 
What an honor. What Wonderful. an honor to be among such esteemed characters. You know, yeah. You know, I just wanted to say, you know, every year we come here, we gather under this roof, this uh, uh, massive uh, gathering space in, I don't know, Innistrad somewhere, and it's wonderful, and we are truly changing the world here. It is. It is. really are. It is about celebrating art, individuality, magic cards, mm -hmm. and specialness. It's about converted mana costs. Let's and convert. who has the weirdest art? Yes. Um, this is a very special edition of the Audrix. We have one award to give out, and that is for the most Audric-like card. Who else could it be but Audric Lunark Marshall? Okay. We can't have the Audrix without giving an award to Audric. Three in a white. Legendary human soldier. Three, three. At the beginning of each combat, all of your creatures get all of the keywords that any of them have. Mm -hmm. and this deck has lots of keywords. So, Audric, thank you for providing us with this venue. I'm assuming this is your place. I think actually Audric also won a different award today. Uh, the uh, yeah, and he has won the award for the only card still getting played in Commander that is hanging on to Skulk. Yes, really hanging this... on to Skulk, wanting it to be a relevant keyword still. And Audric Lunark Marshall, good on you. You're the only man still doing it. <laughs> ah, well, thank you. Thank wonderful, you, everybody. wonderful time here at the Audrex, and uh, you know that does it for the whole show. Um, it that does. is it, and thanks everyone for listening. And you know, of course, on your way out of the building, you know, uh, you know, drive safely, be careful. Also, always go if you're if you're from Canada, you know, you want to check out Wizard Tower, WizardTower.com. You want to use our coupon code to get a slice off your single order. If you're outside of Canada, check out TCG Player. Use our affiliate link. To go to TCG Player, buy any cards on that site, whether they be from the deck or not, and that's going to help support our show directly. Uh, thank you, everyone. Drive safely uh, to Ferry. I see you there, having a good time, um, sitting next to Idris Alba, which is great because uh, you guys could be uh, from perhaps uh, parallel universes. Uh, it, it seems as though maybe one's with the inspiration for the other. Okay, great. Love you guys. We'll see everyone next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG Player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.